Welcome to the Infertile Mafia, where we talk about eggs and balls and stuff, and sometimes we talk about the crapshoot that Mother's Day is when you're infertile, <laughs> which is what we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, I'm Kayla. And That's I'm Sarah. Sarah. Yes. yes. Hello. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are going to share some of your words of encouragement or solidarity with the listeners. Sarah posed a question in our closed Facebook group, which if you're not a part of it, go join us at the Infertile Mafia closed Facebook group. And just so everyone knows, normally all the content is totally private. We do not share it unless it's for the podcast, in which case we make a note of that. We don't share your information otherwise. So Sarah um, put a post a few days ago saying, hey, I know Mother's Day is coming up. I know this is a crappy time for a lot of people. Let's vent about it. (laughs) (laughs) And you did. So we're going to share we're going to share some of your posts just because we thought that might be a helpful way to um, to help people out. I know I always felt better when I felt like other people understood what I was going through or I knew that I wasn't alone in feeling how I did. What about you, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of how Mother's Day went for me when we were going through all the treatments. Actually, I at one Mother's Day, I was in the middle of an IVF cycle and we didn't know if it I think we had just transferred or were about to transfer. So, yeah, I don't know. It was one of those times that you're like, oh, this could go either way. But, right. Um, yeah, holidays in general are hard because yes, usually they they're centered around family and children. Like, seems like holidays are for the children. <laughs> they are. Usually. <laughs> so. Mother's Day yeah, we, is hard. Yeah. We talked about that when we talked about Easter, just yeah. how holidays are all about kids. And, I mean, Mother's Day is especially hard for obvious reasons. Well, yes. And so that's interesting that you mentioned one of your Mother's Day, you were like in between because our very first um, comment on your thread is someone that's in between right now so I'll go ahead and read this is from Steph and she says I'm going to find out how many embryos we have to freeze on Mother's Day which is either going to be amazing and serendipitous or horrendously painful Mother's and Father's Day and Christmas are the worst for me I imagine that should we have success I'll always think back to the years that those holidays were so painful And if it doesn't work, I'm going to start booking spectacular overseas vacations for either or both of these holidays. Good idea. That is a good idea. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So Steph has an amazing story, and we're going to share her story when we um, do our episode about endometriosis, which by the time you're listening to this, I don't know if you will have already listened to it or if it'll be available next. This is coming out at the same time. At the same time. So Steph has this amazing story. Um, She has debilitating endometriosis and she has an egg donor and a surrogate that she's working with. And so I can imagine there's a 
there's a lot going on in her emotional world right now. Her egg donor is stemming, and that's what she's saying she's going to find out on Mother's Day how many embryos that they'll have to then hopefully transfer to her surrogate. So is her egg donor having retrieval on Mother's Day? Or has she had retrieval by now? I think by now she... She's going to be having retrieval probably tomorrow. Yes. Oh. Like, we're we're in real time with Steph's situation right now. So by the time this comes out, this information might be inaccurate. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) We might get something wrong. (laughs) What? Um, So when she wrote this, she was guessing that the egg retrieval might be happening midweek. And then on Mother's Day, she might be finding out how many embryos she has. But to hear more of her story, listen to our episode on endometriosis. It's She's got an incredible story. But yeah, I yeah. like the idea of booking vacations. Me too. It's a good idea. <laughs> even like even after you have kids, because you, right. you guys are going to have kids. Book right. those b- vacations. I haven't been on a vacation since before we started TTC, like a real vacation with a beach. Yeah. I'm like, I want to go to the I beach. Love... <laughs> I love the idea of of going somewhere on that day so that it distracts you, though. Like doing something out of the ordinary so you don't have to think about that everybody else is celebrating Mother's Day. Yeah, I would go like hiking or something. Maybe Just, not to a yeah. restaurant. Yeah, restaurant's probably not a good idea. <laughs> go somewhere remote. Go. You could go to the spa. <laughs> go to a, a place that's adults only yeah, and go enjoy to, like, yourself. A real spa. Yeah, because children aren't allowed there. <laughs> so you should go there. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. You want to read our next one, Sarah? Yes. Uh, this one is from Anonymous, the uh, hacker group. This year, <laughs> <laughs> I thought we would be telling our moms that I was pregnant, except my frozen embryo transfer failed i plan on hermiting it and not acknowledging the holiday i will be it will be a regular sunday and i don't want to hear shit about it (laughs) that's fair enough yeah i'm sorry about the transfer me too that really sucks it it sucks because you know when you you know when you're gonna do the transfer and so you start planning like what's happening after this? When can I tell people if it works? Like you start mm-hmm. in your head. You inevitably do that. Everybody does. There's nothing wrong with that. So I'm sure she was thinking, What a great thing I could do on Mother's Day. I could announce that I'm pregnant. I could tell my mom. And then of course when this happens, it's like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I the worst especially when it's sorry anonymous yeah right and it's not anonymous the hacker group i was just kidding (laughs) but it is an anonymous listener (laughs) it is uh do you want to read the next one from laura sure laura okay our first round of treatments was in 2012 we were so blissfully unaware we were going through a planned iui cycle and i went in on mother's day and there were eight measurable follicles between 10 and 18 millimeters, which is pretty good. We were so excited. We were going to trigger on Mother's Day. This is so perfect. Right before we arrived 
to our first of three Mother's Day dinners for the day, I received a phone call saying we either needed to proceed with IVF, cancel the cycle, or perform a selective reduction. To this day, that phrase makes me cringe. We were devastated. Mother's Day is, hold on, I gotta get this right. One, two, three, four, there's five so's here. So, 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 so hard. (laughs) We have since been blessed with a gorgeous rainbow baby, our daughter. However, Mother's Day is still so hard. We have had six miscarriages, and though I am completely grateful and smitten with my daughter, I can't help but think how different things should be. It's truly bittersweet. As a couple who wants more children, it's a reminder of struggles both past and present. Yeah. So so when they say selective reduction, does that mean if she got pregnant? Because you can't selectively reduce the number eggs. of follicles, right? Yeah, I would guess so. Yeah. yeah. But they basically canceled it um, because, well, I don't know. I guess she doesn't exactly say why. I think because she just over overstimmed. Eight follicles. That's a lot yeah, for I, an IUI. I said, I know, I said that sounds great, but I was thinking IVF, which that yeah, would be. Yeah, for an IUI, that is... Not good. That's too many for an IUI. That's <laughs> where you turn into John and Kate. Right. Plus eight. Right, right. Yeah. So, but yeah. The fact that she now thinks of that on Mother's Day, I think, is more her point that it was like this devastating thing that happened on Mother's Day, not to mention the six miscarriages, which you also, oh my gosh, when yeah. you've had a miscarriage on a day like Mother's Day, even if you have children, I speaking for myself now, you still think about the child you lost. So it's still sad. And I agree with her. It's truly bittersweet. And if you're a couple who wants more children and know you're going to struggle with that because you know you're still infertile, that rarely just goes away on its own, then it's a reminder that it's it's going to be might be hard in the future. So even even moms with kids that have gone through infertility, Mother's Day is not, you're gonna see that. It's a very common theme in this um, group of comments. Mothers that have kids, it's still actually not great for them. So. I could see Mother's Day, even if you didn't go through infertility, not being great. Yeah, maybe if, if your mother is gone, like you don't you have, have a good relationship, relationship with her. Yeah, or if like your husband or partner or whoever doesn't do anything, and you're <laughs> like, uh, so what's up? <laughs> Not saying that Peter did that last year or anything. <laughs> Just saying it could be hard for everyone. <laughs> it could be hard for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Let's yeah, put it that way. <laughs> well, ex- yeah, especially infertile people. Yeah. What's uh? uh what's the next one? Is Emily. This from Emily. Yes, she says Mother's Day used to make me feel like I was wearing a flashing neon sign. Not a mom. Now that now that I have children, I fought so hard for. I still somewhat feel strange when people wish me a happy Mother's Day. Like, they're talking to the wrong person. That infertile outcast type of feeling never fully goes away, I guess. Laugh out loud. On a side note, I love that our church always gives flowers to all, on, all women on Mother's Day. 
and candy bars on Father's Day rather than asking mothers to stand. Oh, that is nice. I love that. I love that. I think they should give candy bars on both days. I think they should give candy bars to everyone on every day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love that. Our church that we're at right now doesn't even do anything special for Mother's Day. Um, And they intentionally, I like that about my church. They intentionally do that because they know there's been a lot of women in our congregation that have gone through loss. Um, That's thoughtful of them. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. Celebrating Mother's Day is not a bad thing. And lots of people have lots of happy times on Mother's Day. And I love to celebrate my own mother on Mother's Day. So it's not that it's like this horrible, terrible thing for everyone. But it is nice that that it's um, when people acknowledge that it is painful for some other people. (laughs) Yes, it's very thoughtful. I totally relate to her saying that she felt like she was wearing a flashing neon sign. That's how I felt, too. Like, I've never felt more simultaneously indivisible and on display than I did on Mother's Day at church. Like when this was at a different church, not the one I go to now, where they give flowers to every mom Mm. So it's very obvious who's not a mom. So you feel on display and invisible like you can't be part of this club. It's yeah. the worst. I it's could see worst. going to a church service making Mother's Day way worse. Yeah. Because of that reason. And plus, people probably go to church with their moms on Mother's Day. I mm-hmm. could see that happening a lot, too. So. Seeing the celebrations like being right up in your face would be very hard. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting what I was just saying earlier. Like she's saying even though she has kids now, she feels strange when people wish her happy Mother's Day. Like they're talking to the wrong person. I I get that. I, I so get that. I have this like weird feeling on Mother's Day and some holidays too that I can't even I don't even really know where it comes from I'm not I'm like trying to have a therapy session with you right now Sarah (laughs) in general I feel like I'm a teenager so (laughs) I'm like wait what I'm an adult so I know it's that feeling I thought I would have had it a lot more figured out by 35, but here's the big secret. You never have it all figured out. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, Valerie is next. Okay. Mother's Day is always hard for me. In 2013, I found out I was having a miscarriage. It was Mother's Day. Oh. Of course. Mexican Mother's Day, she says. So while all the mothers around me were celebrating, I was in so much pain and completely broken, crying on the inside with a fake smile on the outside. Every year after that just got harder, both my mom and sister made comments about me not being a mother when I wanted to be a part of the celebration. Oh, that makes Um, me so mad. I know. Because I've heard other people say stuff like that. I'm like, why would someone call you out? Like, I don't know. I know. We've talked about this so many times, and there's just no there's no rhyme or reason for it. Sorry know. about the dark barking dogs. 
<laughs> Brophy and Lady seem to be joining us in every episode it's, lately. It's my brother's dog. He's been hanging out over here during the day. Oh. <laughs> His name's Ein, and he likes to bark. Well, we need to get that dog a muzzle. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't want any emails. I was kidding. Okay, I'm going to finish. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. Honestly, not because of any of the comments or looks I'd get for celebrating, but because I was really hoping to start Letrozole after my surgery in March. I was hopeful that I'd have a successful cycle in April and then get to announce on Mother's Day. But now another year will pass me by and it just sucks. One thing I can look forward to, though, is that my husband knows how hard this time of how hard this time of year is that I mourn. Sorry, <laughs> I mourn the loss of our baby. So he makes me feel extra special. I'm lucky to have such a caring husband. We will probably have a nice brunch and drive to the beach and spend the day together remembering our little one. Oh, that sounds that's great, sweet. Valerie. Yeah. That is really nice that you have such a sweet husband that knows how to make you feel special, especially when he knows how painful this day is for you. I mean, a miscarriage on Mother's Day, like... I don't even have any words. Seems like that happens. I mean, obviously two people so far <sighs> it has happened to. It's rough. I'm sorry, Valerie. I'm Me too. I'm uh, so gl- I'm glad you're going to have a fun day with your husband. Let us know what you do. I mean, the beach and brunch this all sounds very lovely. The beach sounds Let so us know. nice. <laughs> Put a picture on the Facebook page so I can live vicariously through you. Yeah, you must be on one of the coasts, I would assume. Otherwise, this is an elaborate Mother's Day. <laughs> it's going to be a long drive to the beach. Okay. We'll just turn it into a week-long vacation. Yeah. Yeah, and it also stinks when you start planning, like, uh, when you're going through your cycle, or you're like, I'll go through my cycle this month, and I'll get pregnant, and then I'll have the baby in, like, August. And oh, then yeah. So you think, well, I can't take a trip in July because I'll be nine months pregnant. And then you don't book a trip. And then in yeah. July, still nothing. Yeah. And, and then, then you're like, I should have booked that trip. <laughs> then you see someone from school gets pregnant and they're due in August. You're like, mm-hmm. should have been me. And you think that could have been me. Yeah. But anyway. Yep. We all do it. We yeah. all do it. Yeah. This next Hashtag one. solidarity. <laughs> this next one's from Billy. This Mother's Day will be particularly hard. This should have been our first Mother's Day with our twins, who would have been three months old around Mother's Day, but instead we went home empty-handed. They took three and a half years of infertility and treatments to conceive, and it doesn't seem fair to be spending Mother's Day without them. In a super low place about this lately. Well, I yeah, I can see why you'd be in a super low place. That's, oh. It's just such a, I mean, again, I don't have words. And it, as a mother of twins, it's especially, like, stinging for me. I just, I don't know specifically what happened with Billy's story, which I would love to hear more um, if you're comfortable sharing, Billy. Um, but I can't, I just can't imagine the sense of loss that you have right now. And I'm so sorry. 
you know, this just, Sarah, this just sucks. I mean, I know we've talked about like this podcast not always like we don't want it to always be a downer, but sometimes it's a downer. Yeah, this episode's sometimes this a downer. Subject, this episode's sure. a downer, rightfully so. We are all just like, you know, theoretically drinking our sorrows away right now. Like, let's just all wallow a little bit. <laughs> Everyone you know? get some wine. Yeah, pour yourself or if whatever. you haven't already. Like, Wait, why are we talking about <laughs> alcohol again? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot okay. or coke if you like that. The drink. whatever you want, you indulge right now because <laughs> yes. this sucks. You do whatever you want. You do you. You do what makes you happy. Hey, after I you saw, turn. After, sorry, it's okay. Go ahead. I saw one person said Mother's Day isn't hard for them. Do we have that That's one right. on here? That's right. It's on here. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. We've got to get through a few more before <laughs> we get to that one, <laughs> but it's on here. <laughs> okay, uh, next up is Natalie. Mother's Day has been hard for me since I met my husband and fell in love with his daughter from a previous relationship. Being a sort of stepmom without being able to conceive on our own has made Mother's Day make me feel like I don't belong. I'm not recognized by my mother-in-law as an actual mom or my stepdaughter's mother, and not to mention every time I see my stepdaughter, she asks when she, quote, can have a brother or sister. It's heartbreaking. Aw, that makes me so sad for her. And see, there's another, to your earlier point, another situation where Mother's Day is, like, this is not an obvious one why it's, it's, it's layered. Her situation is layered because not only is she sad that she's infertile, she also has this mother-in-law and this the child's biological mother that don't like accept her I don't know if that's the right word like recognize her as a mom even though I'm sure she is very much a part of her life Mm -hmm. and that would be devastating on top of not being you know a biological mother or an adoptive mother or you know so well, her stepdaughter must like her if she asks for a brother or sister. That's true. And That's I want to know more about your relationship with your mother-in-law. Like, is this <laughs> a normal thing for her to do? Or is this out of character? You know? Sarah loves uh, family I, I do. Uh, dynamics. <laughs> I do. And yeah. you know what makes me so happy when I see, like, a stepmom in the new wife or the old Mm -hmm. wife whatever you know get along right when they get along like if the biological mom would say yeah you're like a mom to her too or you are a mom to her right which does happen yeah it does yeah i mean and not all the time but it happens no it doesn't but you're right it's like a beautiful thing when that can happen but natalie i'm sorry yeah, sorry, <laughs> Natalie. You are a mom to her. When you when That's she's right. with you, you are her mom. You and love her. You take care of her. Damn it, you probably discipline her when she needs it. You're her mother. And the same sex parent has a bigger impact than the other parent. So it's true. 
you have a well, bigger impact different, on your different stepdaughter impact. than you probably think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder how old she is. Yeah, I want to tell us more. <laughs> Natalie, we need more details. <laughs> okay, moving on. This one's from Rachel. She says, year after year, I hated Mother's Day because it just reminded me that I was not a mom and I so badly wanted to be. Every year, I would hide my hurt and anger inside, put on a happy face, and go celebrate Mother's Day for my mom, who is very special to me. Then a couple years ago, we were going through IVF, and I had to go downtown for some tests early in the morning on Mother's Day. My husband had to work, and without a thought, my mom said she would take me. It was one of my favorite days with my mom. All the painful Mother's Days changed from that day to happy and blessed days. We now have beautiful twin girls, and this will be my second Mother's Day with them. Life never goes the way I plan, but when I look around, I'm very blessed and loved. One thing I always tell myself is I can and I will. Aww. That's nice. I think that's the happy one I was thinking of. No, there's another. There's another one. I Yeah, but that's, that's so nice. Yeah, if you're doing infertility treatments on Mother's Day, take your mom. Yeah. I'm sure your mom would love to be a part of it. I've taken my mom to appointments. She was so excited. I was like, don't ask any questions. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. You are here <laughs> as a silent observer. <laughs> no, my if, if my mom lived in in Chicago she would have loved to come with me too and and she was like on call like during the appointments and if she didn't hear from me when she knew that they were probably over it was like you know what's happening what's happening you know she was very involved and active yeah but I, I mean, just going through IVF is so clinical you might as well <laughs> involve your parents if you like them <laughs> if you don't like True. them then you know you don't even have to talk to them ever again but <laughs> It's really up right. to you. If you have a good relationship with your mother, take her to a fertility treatment on Mother's Day. Well, I took my mom with me when we lived in Kansas City, and I don't know why she was there. She just happened hmm. to be there that day. <laughs> like they didn't. My parents didn't really come visit very often when we lived up there, so hmm. I don't know how that timing worked. But she was so excited to go. Oh, I bet. And I like this idea that she now, like, I'm sure there's been other Mother's Days for her, like she did, like she said, that were not fun, that were crappy, but she, she now focuses on this day that was special, that was meaningful, that was happy, even though she was going through an infertility treatment. I wonder if that's like something we could tell people to like mm. think back. There's, I'm sure there's a good Mother's Day somewhere in your memory. <laughs> Yeah. Or if there's not one that you can reflect on, create one this time. Even though it doesn't look traditional, like you holding hands with your kids walking into church, <laughs> if you go to church, with the with the flower pinned on your shirt or whatever crap. <laughs> if it doesn't look traditional like that, that's okay. Make your own tradition. Yeah. And I was just thinking, you know, people who like, say things about the infertility treatments that are kind of snide or like you're not a mom blah 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 or stupid yeah maybe you should take them <laughs> to 
to an appointment with you, like your, your saline sonogram, they'll be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> this hey, is did crazy. you know there's a waterfall coming out of your pants? That's what they might say. Or they'd be like, oh, there's a lot that goes into this. Or have them there when you're doing shots and be like, look at this, a-hole. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to jab this into my ass or should I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Maybe involve the jerks and they'll be less jerky. Or. Could be. They still won't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next is Ashley. Mother's Ashley. Day is super hard for me. It has been since this journey started. I feel like I'm the outsider. Like everyone is in this cool club but me. It's hard looking at Facebook that day and it's also hard being around moms. On Facebook, so many people announce pregnancies that day and if I'm around moms, I feel like it's kind of a slap in the face. Like, I'm a mom, you're not. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Ashley. That's exactly how you would say it, right? I yeah. know many people don't mean to make me feel that way intentionally, but I feel like some do. I pray one day I will be able to celebrate Mother's Day and be happy about it. I usually end up crying and feeling so sorry for myself. And also a lot of things have changed in my family the past year. My own mother isn't the same as she used to be, so that makes it hard too. I'm not looking forward to the day this year at all. There you go. Vent session complete. Ashley, you should go hiking that day. <laughs> go up into the mountains so you don't have to see people. Yeah. Yeah. Just totally hermit style. Do it. But like or really just hermit. Do, do whatever you want. That's what I just keep. Just, just do whatever the you want. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody knows what makes them happy. Do that. You know. You should watch Dr. Phil. She <laughs> no. she has a love for Dr. Phil like I do. Oh, she does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I have some weird TV guilty pleasures. I'll keep those to myself for right now, though. Like The Bachelor. Yeah, but that one's not weird because lots of people oh, like yeah, that's that one. True. You, my weirdest TV guilty pleasure, people are going to think, I love watching like The People's Court and Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> I love when she yells at people. I know. She's awesome. She's like, you're stupid. <laughs> I know. I just love these like strong, powerful women that are like, um, you're an idiot. <laughs> Do you ever listen to Dr. Laura? Uh, no. But she same does idea. that all the time. Yes. Yeah. She always yells I at like people. It. She's like, why are you even calling me? You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> They're like, but she's like, No. <laughs> Call stupid. over. You're an unpaid whore. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, she calls people that all the time. Hmm. It's an interesting business model. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get mad. Like, call people a slut and a whore. They d she does it all the time. And she's like, how much are you getting paid for this? Mm. And then she's like, you should ask for more. I... <laughs> It's pretty funny. Anyway. Anyway, this next one is from Lori. <laughs> I'm honestly dreading this upcoming Mother's Day. It's been hard for a long time. With, with each passing year, I still was not a mom, while younger friends and family members had babies or were pregnant. 
But this year was finally going to be my very first Mother's Day. If only I wouldn't have miscarried. Sobbing already just thinking about it. Sorry, Uh, Lori. Yeah. Sorry. Sucks. But as you can see, lots of others in your shoes. Like, we're we're with you. But you are a mother this Mother's Day. Well, absolutely. Even though it's sad, you are you are a mother. Yes. Uh, this is the one you're referencing. Oh, um, yes, Sarah. Go ahead. You can read it. Oh, this is from Nicole. I think this was on Instagram, right? Uh, I, no, I, don't know. I think it was on. Yeah, it was probably on <laughs> Facebook. She said, "I think I'm one of the rare infertile people that doesn't mind Mother's Day." I chose to celebrate the other mothers or mother figures that I have in my life. That's it. Plain and simple. Yeah. Which is great. And if you do have a good relationship with your mother or grandmother, that's good advice. Do that. Just focus on them instead of, you know, I mean, as much as you can. It's like I talked about in the two-week wait. Once It's like you can't avoid the negative feeling that you're inevitably going to have. So don't beat yourself up about it. It's okay. <laughs> this is weird, but when I'm upset, I clean. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I end up doing that on Mother's Day. <laughs> Does anyone else do that? Uh, not me. <laughs> I usually don't clean, so that's why I clean when I'm mad. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Sure. Could be like a like like an active way to take out aggression, pent up aggression. Maybe. Because it's, like, it's just doing something instead of just stewing. Yeah, and then you can see what you did. Yeah, it's like you could feel like you're accomplishing something. Yeah. There's probably some much deeper like psychological under probably bikes. peter's like you should get mad more often <laughs> <laughs> peter's like i'm not getting you jack for mother's day i'm gonna come home and the house will be spotless <laughs> this is on purpose <laughs> it's all a part of his plan i think part of it is also my birthday is right before mother's day so he's pretty tapped out on ideas oh <laughs> he's like oh i already did the birthday i'm done <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. people who have birthdays by Christmas. They, they're screwed. Right. This is for Christmas and birthday. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, those people get screwed for mm-hmm. sure. Sorry, Christmas babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This next one is from Renata. Renata. She says, Mother's Day used to be really hard for me. On Mother's Day 2014, I found out I was pregnant for the second time after TTCing since 2011. I had a miscarriage in 2013. On that day, my husband's brother and sister-in-law Skyped us to tell us they were pregnant with their first one. Of course. (laughs) The second they broke the news, I screamed, me too. We chatted a few more minutes because we were due the same week of January and then called the rest of the family. My husband did not agree with what I had done impulsively, but went with it. He was happy, of course, and didn't want to tell until I was a little further along, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. Fast forward about a month, I miscarried again. 
People either said nothing, which I find weird. You can say, I'm sorry, that sucks, or just give a nice big hug. Or said we were still young and that it was not meant to be. Oh, blah, blah, <sighs> blah, 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 F you. Yeah, all those nice <laughs> things I'm sure you heard are here too. My sister-in-law, of course, had an uneventful pregnancy and carried my beautiful niece to term. My mixed feelings were so hard to control. I was happy, but in a very dark place. Cried so much, or so, so much. Even though it's been years now, and I, um, even though I'm a mom now, second round of IVF in 2016, I still think about my 2014 Mother's Day baby. Yeah, that does suck. I'm sorry. And here's a hug. <laughs> yeah, we're giving you a hug. A virtual hug. <laughs> yeah. That would Isn't be that so, so hard. Yes, it would. Especially if you have like a close relationship with your sister-in-law. Yeah. And I feel like and you you see her all the time and you and you think to yourself like that should be me that's 4 months pregnant and that and you see the bump growing and you just keep thinking that that's what I would have been, you know, it's just yeah, that's rough. Mm-hmm. It just it seems so so like way too typical where you see this story of like of course she went on to have an uneventful pregnancy and of course I miscarried it's just like when it rains it freaking pours sometimes when you're mm-hmm. infertile why is all this happening around mother's day i don't know i mean here's the sad secret sarah it's happening all the time well yeah i guess that's true but but all these people have this sad association with mother's day on top of being infertile the miscarriages and the you know these other just really shitty stories i'm sorry guys sucks okay we have one more um from Brittany. mother's day often lands on my birthday which in years past was a double smack in the face the reminder that i was another year older and still not a mom one year i was pregnant but it was an ectopic pregnancy and i got to spend my 25th birthday with a mexo methotrexate shot Followed by a Mother's Day weekend mourning our third loss. Awful. This year, I'm a mom, finally, and I'm so grateful. And I wish I could say I'm looking forward to it. But now the, now the day is just an anniversary of bad memories. Much like April 15th, tax day to most people, but the anniversary of our first miscarriage. Holidays and certain days of the year are just ruined by this bitch called infertility. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so thankful for my miracle baby this year, but I'll be thinking about all the secret moms out there who won't be celebrating because of lost pregnancies or embryos. Those are some of the strongest mamas of all and aren't celebrated or recognized. Which I think is a great one to end on because that's so true. Yeah. All the all you quote secret moms out there who won't be celebrated publicly, but we're celebrating you in the Infertile Mafia. Yeah. You're a mom. <laughs> You're a mom. And you deserve this day to feel yeah. like it. And remember, do what you want. Yeah. And hopefully someone does something nice for you. And if not, <laughs> do something nice for yourself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we're going to wrap it up. If you, like I mentioned at the top, 
If you aren't a part of our Facebook group, you can get more camaraderie like this. When you're feeling down in the dumps, you can find lots more people that will bring you even further down. <laughs> Just kidding. No. No, and you'll get no. lots of encouragement too. Lots of solidarity. So join the closed Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram at Infertile Mafia Podcast. And if you'd like to share your stories or have a question for us, send us an email to infertilemafia at gmail.com. Thanks right. for joining us, everybody. Happy Bye. Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's I don't, Day. I don't not, know if I should if say it. Yeah, or not. <laughs> Ignoring yeah. it. Yeah. Mother's Day is whatever you want it to be. Happy Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.